remember it's intentionality around the simple things in our own personal lives and others' lives. And actually holidays, for I, I, I jokingly say you get double blessing if you do it during the holidays, right? Because <laughs> everybody else is fleshing out. And if you actually stay <laughs> focused on, on things that matter, the richness, because yeah. you have time and space, yes. kind of multiplies. God throws us softballs at times to, to, for ministry and breakthrough that we've all been praying for. Yeah. The holidays, everybody's going to sit down at Thanksgiving, and it's actually legal to say what you're thankful for, right? Even if they don't like Jesus or the Bible, <laughs> you literally, it's, it's total legal, yeah. right? It's National Thanksgiving Day, right? You can read Abraham Lincoln's proclamation. Watch Charlie Brown. He has a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. There's a little three-minute YouTube. Yeah. This is all, you can bring in all the stuff. I mean, in Christmas, I mean, come on. You can, I mean, it's Jesus, right? His birth. You can do, you can do fun stuff, creative yeah. stuff, and so take advantage of these windows that are just like softballs from God hmm. uh, to do the things that we have so longed for, and you actually can get away with it a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, but it takes a servant. It takes somebody to say, "Hey, I've been saved. Now I'm ready to be a rescuer, and I'm not going to demand that everybody meet my needs this mm-hmm. holiday." I'm going to find myself as a healer, a restorer, an engager, and somebody who's a solution instead of the continual problem. Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. Jimmy, holidays are coming up. Yes. And happy holidays, Brandon. Happy holidays. Now, I know for you, you would probably, you, you would be okay if we just did Thanksgiving at Luby's. That's you, true. Hey. I, I would be For okay. anybody listening that hasn't been to Luby's. <laughs> this this, uh, this podcast is miss. paid for by Luby's <laughs> Cafeteria. Yes. I, I, hey, I, I would love to be spot. Hey, if Luby's, if you want to sponsor Give me a gift us. card, Luby's. For the shout out. It's so good. I, I agree. Amen. Luby's sponsor us. Nothing brings a family together like Luby's. Mm, but but <laughs> as we're going into the holidays, obviously the big topic as people go in is is family. Really, yeah, more than sure, anything else, sure. it's I'm excited to eat good food. I'm mm-hmm. excited for presents at Christmas mm-hmm. time. I'm excited for seeing people I haven't seen for the first five minutes and sure. then <laughs> and then yeah. after that it's like a little tough right it's a little here we tough. are again right so I guess maybe the thing for for me and maybe for our listeners that I want to hear is how do you go into the holidays with a with a thriving vision mindset sure. to restore instead of like surviving or mm-hmm. or even worse being part of the dysfunction sure how in the world do we navigate this whole holiday season yeah so 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 remember uh one of god's central ways that he expresses himself uh in scripture and world history is through the family yes the family unit when it's healthy and thriving individuals are thriving communities are thriving uh, uh you know whatever the spheres of society everything works around this family uh issue and all of us 
have a yearning for a healthy family yes. because we're made for it, right? Absolutely. That's why God calls himself Father. We want to be part of the family of God, but then we also want to have a nuclear family. We want to have an extended family. And most of us are disappointed most of the time mm. with how things have worked out. Mm. So we've got a couple of reactions. You know, they talk about uh, uh, fight or flight. Yeah. And we tend to go in and fight some and flight from others, right? So we yeah. pull away from people or are we kind of have it out with people or whatever. But remember, once you are saved, mm. right? Once you're in the family of yeah. God, you yeah. are saved by the grace of God and you have the Holy Spirit living within you, you now become a part of the restoration process yes. and less of the problem, Yes. right? So when we talk about vision, <laughs> good. our hope is, yeah. and God's hope is, that rather than you trying to get your family to fill every hole in your life that they already haven't filled, maybe you should start being on the giving side and not on the taking side. Absolutely. So let, let me say it another way, as long as we're being straight here. Shoot. Is the people that hurt you are not going to be the people who heal you. That is so good. Yeah, whoever consistently yeah. has hurt you is not going to be the person to consistently heal you. And you trying to explain and re-explain how everybody can meet all your needs doesn't create a healthy family situation, especially Very if it true. was a broken family situation. So here we go. So with all that fun backdrop, what are the things that we do as we go in? So let's just get real simple here. Yeah. How about just the great commandment, right? Love God with all your heart, soul, yeah. mind, and strength. Love your neighbors yourself. So here's number one. You go into the holidays and into these family complexities prayerfully. Yes. Right? You pray for everybody. Take five minutes a day to pray over each person that drives you crazy. Yeah. Or the most thing you're most concerned about. Yeah. Literally just, Lord, this is your purpose, your plan. God, would you give me a compassionate heart? Colossians three, twelve, yeah. you know, humble, patient. God, put everything I need to be who you want me to be, but also I contend for them, that yeah. you'd rescue them. Yes. You would contend for them or something, you'd do something in this season. So I go in prayerfully, and then when I'm there, I make my number one priority to yes. get my behind out of bed, go for a long walk, and get my soul full yes. by the Spirit of God so that I can be a giver yes. and not a taker or an antagonist. Yeah. Right? That's huge, being a, being a giver to your family. Yes. That receive from the Lord. Yeah. And be able to give out. And, and, and just not to go too psychobabble here, but, <laughs> but to be honest, yeah. If you're the son or the daughter, you're still hoping or subconsciously demanding that they they grow up and be the mother or father they were supposed to yeah. be, yeah. right? When in fact, you actually gotta go in with more of you being the father or you being the mother. Mm. You gotta go in being more mature. You if gotta you go know, being the servant. If you know Jesus and you have the word of God and you've submitted to that, then you now go in as a servant, you go in as a helper, you go in as a person that's finding their needs met in God, therefore you can give and care for others. Yeah. And if your parents are immature or ungodly or broken or whatever the case might be, you now have a chance to step in and be the mature one yeah. without expectations of them meeting all your needs. Yeah. So again, people listening to this podcast, there's a thousand different applications, but here, let me just keep us on track yeah, go here. For it. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Yeah. Get your needs met in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. At the very least, get up, 
walk up through and pray through everything you're anxious about. Uh, declare what's good, whatever's good, true, honorable, do the Philippians 4, 4 through 8. It's a great mm-hmm. prayer process. Mm-hmm. And then maybe read Psalm 23 before you end your devotional life so that you have the shepherd rightly situated in your soul to meet your needs. That's great. So you're not uh, um, being needy, but you're able to be a servant, be a giver. Mm-hmm. So you get your own self filled up, right? And then um, throughout the day, find ways to encourage the positive things in anybody in the room. Like yeah. encourage one of their daily, but you're the encouragement machine. Uh, you have to think about it. You got to pray about it a little bit. And for some people, it takes a lot of digging to find something good. Uh, but <laughs> you become the encouragement machine everywhere yeah. you go. And if there is a conflict to resolve, if there's a relationship that's broken or um, or whatever, ask, hey, can we just go on a 30-minute walk? Uh, just getting out of the house, going for a little walk, and start with, hey, catch me up on how you doing. Or if you had a conflict, say, obviously, I've hurt you. Obviously, there's no matter if they've, they're they the big problem, give them the opportunity to share their perspective without you yeah. getting defensive. Let them share and say, hey, thank you for sharing that. I wanted you to share mm. because I, I want to restore our relationship. Mm. What do you think I could do to help out here? Yeah. And again, I'm giving you a perfect scenario. Totally. But <laughs> most people, if you get them out of the house and you go for a little walk and you're willing to listen yeah. because you care for them, there's an opportunity for restoration. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be true with parents, be true with siblings, be true with cousins, be yeah. uh true uh even as if if you're a parent and you need to reach out to your kids yeah just taking a little time to walk and talk and listen and then ask how you can help them yeah i, I don't know anybody that doesn't want to be helped Absolutely. uh and or listen and, to and, and listen to right so there, there's there's deals so we go in we fill ourselves up but we go in with encouragement yeah. what, what do we see or how does god see them or what's mm-hmm. something positive about them we look for opportunities with individuals yes. to bring some restoration so. and some some care. Um, and I think, obviously, when it comes to sharing the gospel, here's the deal. If you've already shared the gospel with them and it's been offensive to them, mm-hmm. then you serve them yeah. uh, more than uh, use words. Mm-hmm. This Family is that place where you truly do. If you are the servant... And then you get the opportunity to share, but do it one-on-one, yeah. probably not with the whole crowd yeah. because you find the hungry ones, mm. right? Just where are the hungry ones in the room? <clears throat> mm. That's who you take a walk with if you haven't shared the gospel with them. And that's what you, mm. you do individually. And for the ones that you have shared the gospel with and they've been, uh, there's been tensions or they take shots at you or make fun of you for your faith, just love them and serve them. Yeah. They, the, people eventually... Uh, can't resist somebody that loves them and cares for them yeah. for the long haul. It's just not mm. just not possible. So that, those are some those are some biggies. Yeah. I, I will say another thing that Laura and I did on and when we started our own family and and tried to help other people was um, instead of complaining about the trash on the TV being on all the time or whatever or everybody being distracted in their own world, mm. we had to go into the holidays 
truly to be initiators of fun, right? Like yeah. what games can we play? What creative questions can we ask each other? What, you know, uh, like what can we do outside together? Yeah. Most people were willing if we were willing to organize it, initiate it, you know, yeah. everything from, hey, let's all go play touch football and don't get so aggressive, just mess around. Uh, you know, uh, we, there's a great game called Coob. 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 Oh, that is a uh, game. Th- that's a great game. Family game. Bunko. Yep, Bunko. Uh, come on, help me out here. We, we've had Bunko. Quiplash. That's a new. Quiplash. That's a, new, that's that's a, new a newer Quiplash, thing. Quiplash. New one. Do the family friendly version. Of family Quiplash. friendly version. Please. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can do stuff. You know, old stuff like yeah. the, just the different games where people have to get involved. Olympics. Yes. Olympics. Uh, that it takes, takes a lot of lot, organization. Lot, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're a go getter. Right. But here's, here's the point, uh, and Laura pointed that, this out to me years ago, is if, if you don't play together, yeah, it's, um, so it's very impossible, it's very difficult to have healthy relationships. So good. So even as we are serving and loving and encouraging and yeah. spiritually investing, yeah. we need to also be the leaders of the just good, wholesome fun, yeah. right? The name game or, you know, just different things that are wholesome but get everybody involved and you'll find that yeah. actually people bond so quickly yeah. around just a few goofy little games yeah. and the camps know this around yeah. the world and now corporate uh, leadership teams yeah. know this teamwork teams just instant initiate yeah. that and if you say well my family won't want to do that they all gripe and complain and da 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 then take whoever yeah. wants to do it right yeah. and eventually remember, they'll all get involved I remember my my mom, every time we go to her mom's house, we would, every Christmas, there was one year where she decided, we're going to play bingo. And my grandma would bring out the little change. Yes. And we'd always play bingo. But it was, it, in, in my mom's side of the family, there was, right. there just, there was some dysfunction, there's some pain sure. going on there. But it was one of the highlights of their year. Yes. Us coming and just playing bingo. Bingo together. Right. Highlights of the year. So say it again. <laughs> well, the, the just playing games together was the highlights of the family that we we were needing to be intentional with. Yep. My mom let out in fun. Yeah. And for them, it's like, we can't wait to play. Be- People got like $2 and change. Yes. But it was like the most healthy experience of fun they had the so whole So here's reality. Okay. Uh, and it's, is if you're in a healthy church, healthy life group community, you know, you're used to uh, team building exercises yeah. and all that. But the majority of the world, and I'll, just Christian world, let alone non-Christian world, yeah. has never had a bonding experience yes. uh, that, uh, that, that is fun or inclusive or whatever. And I find the same thing, man. When we introduce in any environment a little team building game, a bingo deal, a little group deal, People are like, "Oh, that was the most fun I've ever had." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, and you don't, don't you don't need alcohol. You don't need yeah. uh, a movie. You don't. You just need fun that that uh, puts people in a uh, the ability to engage yeah. and to laugh together and enjoy things together. And I think that I think that that is just a misdynamic in loving yeah. people well. Yeah, that's great. The last thing I wanted to hear a, a bit more in the holidays. Some of the some of our listeners probably are not 
younger. Maybe they're going in families. Like I remember we used to, we would have holidays where all of our families coming together. Yes. How do you lead your family into a good holiday? Yeah. Even, even if you're, you're, you're a dad yeah. with kids. Sure. Absolutely. I remember seeing you guys doing family devotions or yeah. how, how do you even, how do you lead your kids into a good holiday? Yeah. So, so our deal was just, again, it was always just back to the basics. Yeah. Uh, so let, let me just give you an example. I'll sure. just take you through the day in life. So when we would always drive to Nashville for these mm-hmm. big family reunions, so it was like 14-hour drive. Wow, yes. that's enough said. And we'd, we'd get every up 4 a.m. We'd take all the kids in the car and let them sleep first two hours, t- t- first three hours. We'd stop at McDonald's, and we'd have breakfast. And the deal was we'd have family devotions. Mm-hmm. And we'd ask, what are you thankful for? And everybody mm-hmm. had to say something, no yes. matter what. Uh, we'd share a scripture. We'd pray for our uh, cousins and our aunts and uncles and the yeah. people that we were going to visit. And so they, they understood that's what we were doing. Then we'd get back in the car. We'd say the first hour is quiet time. Mm-hmm. And no matter what age they were, they'd put little headphones in, listen to worship yeah. music, or they'd have their own little time. And, mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't mean if they finished up within 15 minutes, but we're just going to be quiet for the first hour. Mm-hmm. And actually... It worked, right? Yeah. But then it set the tempo. Yeah. Hey, let's listen to a story on tape or not these days. You know, let's listen to a podcast about something interesting in yeah. history and talk yeah. about you. But but if you don't plan for the space, yes. right, you get an air ball. Absolutely. Right? So, so anyway, once we got there, it was that whole deal of, all right, what's the day going to look like? What yeah. are the key elements? We're going to get Jesus, Jesus, get time with Jesus. We're going to group as a little family, just pray over each other, five, 10 minutes, yeah. or, or, hey, where's everybody going and what all's happening? Just some intentionality so that the things that were most important we would come away with. Yeah. So like for us as a, as a nuclear family, we'd say, hey, we're with all these cousins for five days, and then everybody's going back to the crazy harried life. What's important to us? Yeah. We'd say, hey, one meal we're all going to get away, or we're going to go bowling just with us. Mm-hmm. Because you have to have those nuclear experiences yeah. even as you have those yeah. extended experiences. Yeah. And and. It, what I would say is the good stuff of life rarely just happens. Yeah, that's so it's true. intentional. Yeah. So one of the other things I would do is with every kid, even when they were like little guys and five years old, I would somewhere uh, every day I'd go on like a 30-minute walk hmm. and just point out each kid and try to figure out when that gap was. Hmm. I'd just say, how you doing? How, what are you thinking about God these days? Yeah. How you doing with your friends? How can I help you? These holiday times... I had the latitude, yeah. so I took it. And, it, and I didn't. we're not talking hours, and they played with their cousins, and we had fun, and we did all kinds of other stuff. But remember, it's intentionality around the simple things in our own personal lives and others' lives. And actually, holidays, mm-hmm. For I, I, I jokingly say you get double blessing if you do it during the holidays, right? Because <laughs> everybody else is fleshing out. And if you actually <laughs> stay focused on, on things that matter... The richness, because yeah. you have time and space, yes. kind of multiplies. So, so maybe maybe I want to end with this thought: yeah. is God throws us softballs at times to to for ministry and breakthrough that we've all been praying for. Yeah. The holidays, everybody's going to sit down at Thanksgiving, and it's actually legal to say what you're thankful for, right? Even if they don't like Jesus Dude. or the Bible, <laughs> you literally it's it's total legal, yeah. right? It's National Thanksgiving Day, right? You can read Abraham Lincoln's proclamation. Watch Charlie Brown. He has a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. There's a little three-minute YouTube. 
this is all you can bring in all the stuff. I mean, in Christmas, I mean, come on. You can, I mean, it's Jesus, right? His birth. You can do, you can do fun stuff, creative yeah. stuff. And so take advantage of these windows that are just like softballs from God mm. uh, to do the things that we have so longed for. And you actually can get away with it a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, but it takes a servant. It takes somebody to say, hey, I've been saved. Now I'm ready to be a rescuer. And I'm not going to demand that everybody meet my needs this mm. holiday. I'm going to find myself as a healer, a restorer, an mm. engager, and somebody who's a solution instead of the continual problem. Amen. Let it be, Lord. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmysibert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.